Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Over the last two days, I've been uploading my feature on Bloke in a Bar, where we went through the grand final review. We also went through a full review of the season, going club by club. The first few, it's myself, Kempi, and Finchie. Finchie had to leave at about the Cronulla Sharks or so, so we went from the bottom of the ladder right up to the top. I'm going to drop them in little bits and pieces over the next few weeks. I thought I'd do it team by team, so you can pick and choose which ones you want to listen to. I'm sure you don't want to listen to every us talk about every single side, so you can pick and choose which ones you want to listen to. The first one we dive into is the Wooden Spooners, the Canterbury Bulldogs. We talk about them heading into next season. A lot of big signings, a really exciting time for Canterbury. And then we sort of get derailed during this and we touch on an incident in the grand final with the officiating at the back end of the game, a penalty that probably should have been given and the referees said something kind of controversial at the time, which sort of shit us a little bit when you look back at how this entire season played out. Cracking listen here, talking about the Canterbury Bulldogs and a big decision in the NRL Grand Final of 2021. Stay tuned. Rest of the teams coming over the next few days. On to the season review. So we've got the Bulldogs first, the great Canterbury Bulldogs. Um, we've already kind of gone through recruitment, so we will try to stick away, like steer away from that. Because if you want to see our recruitment show, go to YouTube, type in Bloke in a Bar deep dive. Recruitment, you've got Deep to spare Dive. Six hours. Yeah, six hours of your life. It's um, the greatest. Do you reckon we're going to be. We're going to be. Is there any award? Like, I don't know. <laughs> surely that's up for an award. <laughs> surely, surely. Or win something. I've had a win for years. <laughs> do, we get, do we get anything for the deep dive? Mate, I don't know. I'll have to speak to my Beach people. Deep dive. It's, it's as deep as you get. I come in here with two scuba tanks on. That's how deep. Scuba Steve. Double deep. Um, okay, so Gaines, Gaines uh, Addo Carr, Max King, Matt Burton, Matt Dufty, Paul Vaughan, Brent Naden, uh, Tavita Panga Jr., Josh Cook, Josh Asiata. Uh, losses of uh, Watena Lesniak, Mini, Hopawadi, Atoni, Napa, uh, Ramanos, Smith, Katoa, Halita, uh, Lewis, Britt, 
beats Elliot. Some key points throughout the year. Uh, Phil Gould is now the football manager, general football manager. It was a seven-week wait for their first win of the season. They were beaten by Manly by a record margin of 66-0. Luke Thompson and Jack Hetherington played well, but spent lots of time on the sidelines. Kyle Flanagan was signed for three years, but was put in and out of first grade, and rumours started floating around that the club were looking to offload him. Uh, was the Bulldogs' first wooden spoon, surprisingly, because they've struggled for a few years now. First wooden spoon since 2008. Um, Aaron Shoup signed on a train and trial and ended up being uh, one of their shining lights. He was really good, and they just re-signed him as well. Uh, He's a really promising young centre. Hooker Bailey Biondo-Odo also announced himself at the NRL stage. They finished the season with a 38-0 win over the Tigers. Lachlan Lewis was caught stealing club speakers and trying to sell them (laughs) on eBay. Adam Elliott was sacked by the club for another alcohol-related incident. Club awards, player of the year is Josh Jackson. Coach award, Jake Avrilo. I mean, you could have given, like... There's clearly Trent Robinson loves Avrillo. He kept with him at seven for the whole season. Mm. Rookie of the year, Bailey Biondi Oto. Speak to me, mate. What are, you, what, did you th- what are your thoughts on the season of the Bulldogs? Uh, a disappointing season, but I'm, I, for me, I felt like eyes were always on 2022. Mm. Um, I, I see Avrillo. He got the coach's award. I, we said before, I don't think he's a halfback. I don't know what he is. Mm. But he's a first grader. God, we know that. Oh, mate, he's, he's a... Uh, he, he's a quality footballer. I just don't know what position he is. And mm. considering the guys they've brought, I don't know where he plays. It comes down to the seven jersey, doesn't it? Like, who's... Mm. I, I I really can't see him making the finals for a few more years, mm. at least. Like, hopefully, you've got the Fox, you've got Burton, you've got Naden, and you've got uh, Tavita Pengai Jr. I know he's only at Penrith for a little while. But there's four guys who are coming from premiership winning clubs. Mm. You want to hope they can bring... A bit of that mentality from both Melbourne and surely and Flanagan Penrith. can partner Burton. But surely mate, the, the, he's good the enough thing for that. with why, and this is not nothing against Kyle, but this is a, a clubs. Why sign Flanagan to three years? Mm. If you sign him to three years, you you know last year's a write off anyway. You give him all 20, 24 rounds. Mm. You're not moving, kid. I've, I've signed you for three years on decent money, so I've got you moving forward. All they do is chop and change him, so he's in no better position now. Yeah. Their halves are in no better position this year, mm. 12 months down the track, than they were 12 months ago. Mm. So at least last year you go, you've got a plan to go, well, if I'm signing Kyle Flanagan for three years, he's obviously, we think he can be the man. Yeah. So you give him 12 months no matter what situation. Mm. Jake, you're going to be 5'8", Jake Avrillo. And let him go. Mm. At least you've got confidence in that you're going to be there and, and they can build week to week. Whether you win or lose, they can try and improve on stuff, chopping and changing. They're in no better position now with their halves than they were last year. Matt Burton, they've signed him for 5 8 money. I think he's the best centre in the comp. <laughs> he may be their best ball runner and ball player. I think, like, I had Olam and Manu there in my team of the year, but watching him perform on that big stage... That was kind of like the clincher for me of like, oh, okay, this isn't just a kid playing good during the season. Yeah. This is the big stage, and he was one of the best backs in the, and the, the field. For the kid, it's not a huge thing. I've got a huge rap on him, so don't think that, I think he's a terrific young player, and what he's done is very Freddie-like, in my opinion, at Penrith at that same age. But he's going to go from playing centre in a team with, what, they five or six Dallium mm. position winners for the year to being 5'8 in a team that's... More or less been dog shit for a few years, mm. and you're here's the crown champ. What do we do with no foundation set exactly. up for him? What do we do? Mm. What what do, you, what do you got for us? And he's like, hang on, I'm, I'm coming here to 
Mm. What have you got for me? Yeah. They're virtually going to go, what have you got for us, Matt? And Matt's, yeah. He's still learning his craft himself. He's mm. still a kid. Well, he hasn't played a year of first grade in six. Yeah. And so, like, I'm, I'm totally with you. I think we all agreed on this. We was, I was so, like, I think everyone kind of knew that this was a building year for 2022, yet I didn't see any, any evidence of building towards 2022. I saw a, a Jake Averillo, who's a gun player, being played seven when there's no way he was going to be the long-term seven. Now, maybe Trent Barrett thought he could turn him into one. I don't know. I, I honestly would have had Jake Averillo at fullback. I know a lot of people think that Dufty will get that role, but... You know, I, I I think he's a good fullback. I think he's a good ball player. He suits this thing. I would even consider bulking him up, playing him at 13 because he's a ball player. Um, so, yeah, it was just really surprising that they are in the – as you said, they're in the same position as they were last year, really, when it comes to combinations. Like, they're just as unsure who's going to play where as they were at the start of 2021. Um, but I think – I, and I think this is the signing of the year, regardless of player or, or whatever. The signing of the year is Gus Gould, easily. If anyone can turn that club around, it's Gus Gould. For yeah. sure. Well, let's just say Gus, the result last night is huge from what, what Gus has mm. had on Penrith. Yep. Gus got the money. Gus organised the money to create a centre of excellence out there, which is unmatched. You know, he, mm. you know while there's a lot of other things... And Ivan and Matt Cameron out there, who's tremendous with the young kids coming through. A lot of other things. Gus puts the foundation there for you to have at least an opportunity to, yep. to grow off. Yep. You know, he, he went and gets that money from Packer to, to fund that whole thing. And he's going to do this. Like, he's, he gets stuff done, Gus. Yep. So while there may not be instant um, rewards, mm. having someone of Gus's knowledge is and Gus's ilk and the connections is only going to be help help the help the dogs. Surely he's yeah. also as far as recruitment goes, he's now a guy that can go and yeah. genuinely go and sign people. Yeah. Like who, who who were Canterbury sending to convince someone to come to them? Like, like they've done incredibly well. Don't get me wrong, but Gus is just another level. Well, I, I think he he's the guy that can find a seven somewhere because I, I mean, again, I still think I think Flanagan has the ability to be a first grade seven. Yeah. So I, again, I would, I would start him there, but it, it seems like they're not going to, or it's seen, everything seems against that. Yeah. So if, I, if there's someone that's going to be able to get a seven, surely Gus yeah. can go for I just want to defend Cole and the fact that, who, and you, I know you watch a lot of 20s football, but who, anyone who watched Cole Funnigan coming through, he's doing exactly what he did as a kid. Hmm. It's not like all of a sudden he stopped playing the way he's played. Hmm. So I don't understand these clubs all of a sudden expecting to, well, hang on. You're not doing – that's Kyle's – he's a game manager. Mm. He's not going to split your open with an unbelievable running game. He kicks solidly. He, mm. He's a goal kicker. He does his part. He's going to be a good solid foil to a, you know, a, a dominant six. Mm. You yep. know, he's going to just do the – a bit like a Townsend and a Jimmy mm. Maloney. Jimmy mm. Maloney's your wild card. Mm. Townsend steered him around. Like, yep. Flanagan's going to do what needs to be done. I feel sorry for him that all of a sudden he's getting chopped and changed because he's not setting up – that's – He's not an unbelievable ball player. You know, mm. he, he's solid in what he does. Yeah, it's I, surprising. I, you know, it's... I think he's a first grader mm. when you put him in a, in a right system. I thought he was tremendous his first year when he had Luke Keary outside him at the Roosters. Um, but again, I, I don't understand, to, to his defence, where all this criticism is coming from because I think he's doing what he did 
Well, you probably could have watched Mate, more nothing's more underappreciated in rugby league than a game manager whose yeah. team just isn't winning. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. fuck. Like, uh, if his, yeah, it's, I feel very sorry for Flano. It's a but it's not game. like he's changed his game. He's yeah. like, well, oh, hang on, you're not making all those line breaks you used to. Well, yeah. that was never part of his game. Yeah. You know? I think the other guy they've signed since we like spoke last, John Asiata. Fuck, I hope he can find his way. Yeah, didn't we say that they should oh, sign? We, I think we, we and then like two weeks later, he signed us. I think perfect. he's so underutilized. That's, yeah. that's the deep dive. That's, that's the power <laughs> that's the one. That's the tentacles we got. Um, no, no, I agree. I think it's like, a bit of creativity. Isn't absolutely. It? And he's going to take them into the new era of rugby league where mm. you need a ball playing 13, mm. unless you've got the you, the luxury of a storm that mm. can have. But even storms move in that direction. They've move Finucane on mm, and they've exactly. kept cheese yep. to play Finucane so it seems like everyone's going down that route um but take Jared Sutton's not the referee in the game. <laughs> <laughs> it was about 2002 mate oh just quickly on that um we've got to speak about it because I'm sure South fans will be frustrated um the game's on the line five minutes to go and there's clear contact from Burton to Gagai in the head now everyone agrees that it's right it shouldn't be a penalty Everyone agrees that. We all agreed with that before this fucking bullshit crackdown. Um, but, no, it's not bullshit crackdown because it was good intention. So I take that back. I apologise. It wasn't a bullshit crackdown. It just wasn't implemented correctly. But, but it was bullshit how it was applied. Yeah, it just wasn't implemented correctly. But, so five minutes to go and you don't call it, even though that's been the call all year. And the ref says, nah, mate, he slips into it. Now, this is no knock on the ref because he's yes, just doing... Okay, well... It is a knock on the ref mm, uh, because I, it's I, been officiated totally differently. Yeah, like I agree, it's not a penalty, but it's been a penalty all year. Yeah, like in terms of that's old school. Yeah, but how many pen- times have blokes been suspended? When I watched the Cowboys Cronulla game, a bloke tripped at someone's ankle and fell into the hand, and mm. he got sent in the simbin for ten minutes. That's how we've officiated it all year, mm. and now in the big states, the ref says he's fallen into it. Mm. Well, hang on, blokes have been suspended. Yeah, I, I think that I think the refs have always thought that. And they've just been forced from above we to make can't those calls. It. But clearly, from above, they've been allowed to change it because it has, like, head the head knocks. It isn't just that incidence where they've gone easier. It's been the last of course it is. eight weeks, probably. Or let's, I'll, I'll be even generous. Six, four weeks. <laughs> the last four weeks, there've been heaps of head highs that used to be a penalty, aren't a penalty anymore. And I just thought that. Imagine being a you know a, a Cowboys or, or anyone that had a player miss games because of. They head hide someone, but they slipped into it. And then in the grand final, and Gus Gould summed it up perfectly. If you aren't going to call in a grand final, you shouldn't be calling it at, at all. 100%. Um, and I just, I thought that was, that was a, that was a real, that was the only, well, there was a few other things, but that was a big blemish for me on the game because mm. I was just like, that sums up a poorly handled season. Of course it does, mate. And why do we, I've got no problem with the referee in the way we did. Mm. But referee like that all year. So that's the way our games played. We play a certain style mm. and you have people in your team because that's the way the game's officiated and then we don't... Like I'm, I'm one of the old school. I, I'm a bit like, I don't want to see the, when someone's falling into the tackle. Mm. But all year, we've had people gone to the sin bin for falling in tackles. Mm. What about the one in Canberra? Young, the boat trips into oh, young yeah. Kobe Hetherington. <laughs> he gets sent off. <laughs> now that's not... A, like, the, the disparity and the difference between the officials... Mm. 
One, but now that says he slipped into it. Well, hang on, blokes have been suspended and sent off for slipping into it. Mm. It just goes to show that no, no one's on the same page, the NRL, mm. the, the match review committee or the officials. It's the most rugby league thing. It isn't that. We're going to crack down on this. We're going to go hard on it. Then, do you remember five years ago when Andrew Fafita, he never touched the ball when he was playing the ball? Oh, he got penalised six yeah. weeks. He was the biggest liability in rugby league. Then the refs went, oh, that's enough. Yeah. Let's ignore it now. Fafita yeah. still hasn't touched a football yeah. with his foot. But, but right. why, why do we change? Let's, let's just go back to WrestleMania. Remember the, um, remember the uh, <laughs> when the refs touching? Yeah. Right. Remember that crackdown? And you, oh, you, you, and you be, But you wouldn't be rude. You'd be just going, how are you going? Yeah, and yeah. Like, and like people were getting weeks for yeah. like, you know, just like, like that. As long as time with me, missus, don't, don't touch me. <laughs> but there, there, there'll be something else next year. There'll be a new crackdown that'll be six weeks of intense yeah. penalties and we're going to stick with this. And then eight weeks later. I just, I was just really disappointed that that happened because again, Penrith, absolutely better side. There, there was no like Penrith deserve to win but it's just there's going to be some Rabbitohs fans out there they're like oh fuck see the, the game was against us yeah. rah rah when I think that you know it was more just evidence of the refs the NRL all being on different pages the What's NRL that? wants to crack down the refs are going mate I've been refing this game for fucking 20 years and if we start giving those penalties away we're going to give them away all the time um, but what a time to do it yeah. I know, that's they what I mean five minutes they wait six months go- for the biggest moment of the season yeah. to imply common sense for the first fucking time exactly it's that's the thing, mate. You can't. You do it in the last game of the year. Yeah. Like, I, oh no, I'm saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's, I, a, it's yeah, a good I thing. I can't like. believe how. But it's you know what? Even if he, what, what is mind-boggling for me is, he slips into it. That's the words he used. Yeah. Now, if he doesn't say anything, I'm okay with it. Yeah. The fact that he says he slips into it all year, we said it. It's contacts with the head. It doesn't matter if it's swinging arm or you slip into it. Yeah. There's contact with the head. Yeah. You're actually saying this slips into it. But that's yeah. all year you've ruled it differently, the officials. And this and this happened with, against the Pandas. So, so it's not yeah, just... That's what I'm and Pandas yeah. had a million things well, against Well, Jerome Law last week... Exactly. He's, he fucking got completely oosed. He's not um, And he didn't even get a penalty. And so... So this isn't this isn't against against for or against yeah. Rabbitohs. It's not for or against Penrith. It's more just saying like... It, it, it's just an example of we were we all agreed every- I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Everyone, I think every single person in rugby league agree. We don't want to see people get knocked out. But we all agree that slipping, falling over has to come into consideration when these things happen. Everyone said that. Mm. And then we finally get to the grand final and a crucial call, all of a sudden it feels like, oh, okay, now you want to... Um, you know, and so yeah, as Rabbitohs fans, you're sitting there going, oh, now you want a bloody, yeah. you know. Um, so I, I just thought that was a blemish for me. I was really disappointed yeah, with that. You gotta f- 
Just be consistent with you. Cool. If he had given the penalty, I, I think most people would have been like, well, that's been the rules the whole year. Up, yeah, but, but it's, that's yeah, it's, yeah exactly. Year. It's a fucking G up. But I mean, like, for example, just me personally, and this is my own bias, but Broncos, we lost a fucking game because of it. What about that <laughs> we lost, one? We lost a game because of it. You know, like, fucking hell. It was a flag like, young <laughs> um, you know, And like, young Flegler was on Mad Monday and he said his teammate <laughs> fell into his swinging <laughs> arms. <laughs> he said, what am I getting fired for? <laughs> people keep sleeping into me swinging <laughs> arms. And, and I'm my sure, fault. And I'm sure that other fans have moments in games where they lost a game or whatever. So I'm, I'm just using, yeah, it's happened for everyone. It's happened to Penrith. It's happened to Rabbitohs. It's happened to everyone. Yeah, right, the young Cowboys hooker, Aiden Tolman, Reece, got him nice Reece and low. Robson. And he clipped his, and he got 10 minutes in the Sydney. <laughs> oh you know, like, again, that's an outrageous call. But yeah. you, if that's what the call is for 24 weeks, is. you can't stop calling it but mate, in like the grand You've final. got Viliami Kikau, who's on report for a very similar incident earlier well, in but the that's game. Really, yeah. But that's, that was the penalty. They penalised that. Yeah. They, they put him on report for that. Mm. It's a similar thing. He doesn't bend his... It wasn't a swinging arm. It was the fact that he never bent, mm. bend your back and get underneath it. But yeah. Yeah, so just that, that was very disappointing and it's something that we had to speak about. But hopefully going into next year, um, the refs aren't such a focus of the end of the year. Like I, I hope, I, I felt like the refs weren't that big of a focus in 2020. Because I thought so many blowouts. Well, no, 2020. 2020 oh, last year. Yeah, last year. I missed the whole year. <laughs> I, I didn't think they were the focus last year. I think that this year, hopefully next year, you know, this, this was the growing pains. We've learned where we want to land. We've realised that there are certain situations that are going to happen. Um, and we and we move forward. But anyway, back Let onto the rugby review. league. Do its thing. Yeah. we'll find a new way. Shoot yourself. In the, <laughs> yeah. We'll chase we the rules. It's a gift yeah. that keeps on giving.